Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome to Zion's Company of Women podcast. I'm Lana. And I'm Courtney. And it's wonderful to have you with us today. Good evening, Courtney. How are you, my friend? Another episode. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Lana. I'm wonderful. How are you? I am. I'm doing good. I am doing good. good. I am trying to refrain from giving you the update on my my flower, but can I do it? <gasps> yeah. Um, why would you refrain from that? Uh, we yeah. all need to know. <laughs> this is the saga. <laughs> it now it. has five flowers. Five. Like it is like it hasn't gone from like like dead dead plant to like one flower and then slowly another it's like it's just hit acceleration and it is mm -hmm. it's flourishing and so i am Hallelujah. all invested in this like completely mm -hmm. every part all of in. me is invested i'm all in and uh, it just it, it brings joy to me as i look out my window and i go oh lord thank you for these prophetic little things in my life that remind me how wonderful you are and that you're mm -hmm. bigger than you know the natural and the dead places yeah. and in a moment you can bring things back to life yeah it's amazing oh i love it i love it yes. i love it and petunias are i feel like this may be a word too because petunias are heavy feeders they like to eat they like a lot of food so mm. the more you feed them the happier they are and the they will just keep going and going and going. So, you know, eat good food, eat, you yeah. know, fill, filling up. I've really been feeling like the Lord's been pointing to that a lot lately, like in the natural, but then also mm -hmm. in the spiritual. Um, yeah. I, gosh, he's just been really leaning on some stuff. And you remember how we've talked about the fire, the whole, my whole saga with the fire, yeah. where I sat in front of the fireplace and was like, Lord, I don't even know if I have enough faith to mm -hmm. believe that you <laughs> would just make this start for me, which is, Oh, I mean, honesty is a beautiful place with the Lord. He never, you know, pushes us off when we're honest with him. Um, yeah. But since then, the Lord has taken me on this uh, deep dive about faith. Um, yes. And I, I'm sure we'll get into it today because mm -hmm. I can't stop talking about it. But it was funny because I, so I, when I woke up this morning, I had a hair appointment very, very early and I left at like six in the morning. Um, what? And I, I know it's ridiculous, but... <laughs> My hair no, lady I love so your nice commitment. Oh, <laughs> well, just if you had seen my roots, you would understand it was a moment of desperation, yeah. not commitment. <laughs> anyway, so I leave. I open the the door to go out to my jeep, and I look down, and I'm like, "There's snow on the ground. There's snow on the ground." So we had a dusting, just a dusting, oh. um, nothing crazy, but they didn't expect it to come this far South. So I say all of that to say it's been very cold today. So I have had a fire going in the fireplace all day long. And I sat down just a little while ago to rest before we came on here. And, um, I had just some coals in there that were just kind of smoldering and I had one more one more log and I went mm -hmm. and I pot, popped it on there and the Lord goes, don't touch it. And I was like, but I want to so bad. <laughs> don't mess with it. Yeah. Don't touch it. And he made me sit there for like 15 minutes, not touching it. And I know, I mean, in the natural, okay, you put a, a log on hot coals, it's going to burn, but the logs had been kind of damp because it had been raining and stuff. And I just, man, I wanted to get in there so bad. I was like, I just want to, just let me poke it, Lord. And he's like, no, just sit and watch. He actually, I had to time it out 
but I sat wow. there and watched and it just did its thing. And again, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit is I cannot tell you how mm-hmm. clear that verse has been for me. And I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people the last couple of weeks. So that's yeah. my, uh, that's my fireplace update saga oh. as well. So your flowers are growing and I'm, you know, manifesting fire. <laughs> Oh, I love it. My friend, I feel like the mm-hmm. the Lord is thundering that scripture, like mm-hmm. I, like not by might nor by power. Like I feel like I'm hearing the Lord speak it over and over again, but I feel like I'm seeing it in so many places. Like it's just like, wow. And it's it just again to me brings this, this beautiful place of, exhale because it's like it's not in my strength like it's in his strength but it's also so tied for me anyway in this place of like we've talked about 2024 being a year of ascension and I think that you know coming up higher and seeing that it's not by might nor by power but it's by his spirit like I just think that is such a it ties in so so beautifully Mm -hmm. with that place of ascension like if I see all of my life like that, like if I come up higher and I see all of my life through the lens of that scripture, like that changes the way I live, doesn't it? Like mm-hmm. it just it's this place of faith that takes me higher and causes me to let go of the reins, right? And let go of the yeah. stuff, like and just lean back into his arms in faith and watch him do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, you, you put something up on Instagram, I guess it was a couple days ago. It was mm. a picture of that book by Charles Price. I think it's called real faith. Yes. Okay. Oh yes. I, so I don't read books. I listen to books. I do audiobooks, and mm. uh, I downloaded it and I have been listening to it. I have to listen to it piece by piece. Yeah. Like bit by bit, but That has been like the Lord has been rocking my world through that in terms of when we talk about faith meeting his spirit. So not by might, not by power, by strength, but by his spirit. Um, Even faith fitting into that category because the Mm -hmm. word says, and and if you want to dive more into that book, I I recommend it so far. I'm not done with it, but what I've listened to so far, I recommend it. Um, but he's, that's basically what he's been talking about is that we have been mm-hmm. given the faith of Jesus and he focuses on it's through the presence of Jesus. Like we get mm-hmm. a revelation of who he is. It's through his presence. And we realize that it's by his grace yeah. that he's given us faith. Like, yeah. can you feel, I felt, I have felt the ease on that because so much of, I don't know, maybe what we've learned or even just what we've thought about, or what I've thought about faith is, you know, it's impossible to please God without it. It feels like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it's something I have to do out of my might, my power, my strength. Um, but there is an impartation of faith and Mm -hmm. there is the faith that God has measured out the same faith of Jesus that he's measured out and given to all of us is the same. Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm sure we'll talk about it as we go because you can't, not when you hear the words of Jesus to Jacob and the the passages here that we're getting ready to dive into, but man, is he on that lately? Yeah, 
Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Like that book, I am not far into it either, but just even the, um, yeah, the reflections of Charles Price and also Bill Johnson's annotations, like I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, again, Courtney, I hear this sound as I look at that book, as I hear you speak. I can feel the invitation of the Lord to come up higher. I can feel that invitation of ease where it takes that pressure off. Like I'm the same as you. I used to look at faith. Like I remember years ago, I'd be like, God, like I hope I've got enough faith for this. And there'd be like this, I don't know, this feeling of like striving or peddling within me of going, I've just got to conjure up enough faith. Like I've just got to get there. And or I felt like if I, I have like, a moment of fear, it's all gone. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like it's just gone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The moment you feel anything other. Yeah. Because it makes yeah. it something that's just this fleeting yeah. thing instead of something I can like rely on, if that yeah. makes sense anyway. Yeah. And that way it's dependent upon you, isn't it? Like the source of the faith is Courtney. The source of the faith is Lana. And I don't know about you, my friend, but I have some days. Oh, <laughs> I have some days. Lana, weeks sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some days I'm like, thank you, Jesus, that it's actually not reliant upon my faith, like the strength of my faith. Like it's, it's your faith that never changes. It's unshakable. It's immovable. Like, and I just have to lean into the faith that you've given me. Wow. Let's dive in my friend. Cause I feel like I could That's sit here and, and I just preach myself happy around um, this. Topic. And we probably like, will. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We probably will. Honestly. So uh, if you've been following good. along with us, we've been in Genesis 28. We've been talking about this encounter that Jacob has had has with Yahweh, with Jesus. Um, and we've just kind of been taking this piece by piece. We've we've been sitting in the verses that um, the Lord's pointed out to look at the things that he's said to Jacob, go mm -hmm. one by one through the things that he has said to him. So I think that at this point, we're up to Genesis 28 and we're in verse 15. So mm -hmm. I'll just go ahead and start in verse 15. Lana, where it says, um, actually, let's back up. I'm going to read verse 14 so we kind of see where we're at. Uh, it says, this is Jesus speaking to Jacob at this point, and he's, he's talking about his descendants, and he says, they will become as numerous as the specks of dust on the earth, and they will extend their territory in all directions. Through you and your descendants, I will bless the whole world. Mm -hmm. Verse 15, never forget, I am always with you and will protect you wherever you go. And one day I will bring you back to this land, for I will neither leave you nor fail to fulfill every word I have promised to you. Mm. That is some sturdy stuff there. Yeah. And even before we even dive into to any, anything deeper, if we think about what we were just speaking about, faith and the measure of faith and it being the faith of Jesus, the faith of God, mm -hmm. And I, I look at what Jesus's words to him here, where he says, I will mm -hmm. never forget. I am always with you. I will protect you. One day I will bring you back for I will neither leave you nor fail to fulfill every word I have promised you. Mm -hmm. So in this, in this passage, I guess where I want to start here, Lana, is just the way that the Lord reveals himself through the I am in 
in this whole in this whole process, there is so much like he has put this all back on himself here in these in these verses. I will lead you back. I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to fail you. I'm never going to um, not fulfill every word that I've promised you. Um, and he's making that oath by himself, through himself. So there's mm-hmm. something so beautiful about the nature of God that we can see through this interaction, just beginning at this point. Um, and I love that, you know, Jesus didn't go in and and just like slap Jacob around and scold him for the things that he had done poorly mm-hmm. up until this point. Like this really is an introduction and it's completely covered in such grace and such love that I think is just, um, it's so foundational and it's so true of who he is. Mm. Yeah, that's really, that's so good, my friend. And that's exactly what I felt when I was reading those scriptures. I kept hearing these, like this rhythm of grace, like it was just like the heart of the Lord um, bringing just grace upon grace, like for Jacob. And I love that this happened like while Jacob is still in this place, right? He's not like, you know, doing wonderfully and like, you know, everything's wonderful. And the Lord's like, Mm -hmm. okay, now that you're doing wonderful, here I am. Like I am. Like it's in that place where there's like, there's stuff that's happened and, you know, and there's all of these, these not great things, but in the midst of it, the Lord manifests and reveals himself and reveals grace and his nature and again as I sat here my friend like you I was again just so impacted by the nature of God and as I read this verse I thought wow like Lord if we really grab hold of what actually is taking place here or took place here in verse 15 like if I truly see you as you really are Lord like that even in my brokenness or, or waywardness or whatever it might be, like you don't, like you said, like the Lord's not standing there scolding or he's not even standing on the sideline going, well, when you clean yourself up, then I'll help you out. Like I feel like in this scripture, my friend, I feel the leaning in of the Lord. Like I feel the leaning in of the grace and the presence of God, leaning in close and and even, isn't it just like God in those wayward places, those broken places, like where things have been messed up and shaken around, like he's the one that leans in close. Takes me right back to Song of Songs, you know, just that revelation of the heart of God and the heart of the Father that embraces and that um, I think I actually read this morning somewhere, it must have been, oh, here, in the footnotes of the Passion Translation, Brian Simmons um, wrote these words, this revelation of grace was a steady stream of assurances that washed over wayward Jacob. Mm-hmm. And as I read that, my friend, I had this this picture in my mind of like imagine all of the layers like the waywardness the the deceiver like all of the layers that may have been like upon Jacob and then here comes the grace of the Lord and like wave upon wave to wash these things off and to and bring an assurance I love that Brian has translated like or commented on this as a steady stream of assurances 
because how often do we walk situations and life uh, issues and things where you can get all tangled up and you just feel like I feel anything but fortified, strong, steady. I'm actually living in a place that's opposite, like, but yet his grace comes. And when I look at this in verse 15, I go, wow, like, and I'm not going to jump to verse 16. That's for another another episode. But <laughs> oh, no, I really want to. <laughs> I know. Like you can't walk away from that's a That's transformation. And I'm yes. like, God, give us all hearts to see your heart in the midst of our mess to encounter you in your true nature because in that place I walk away transformed and with a testimony. And so, again, mm-hmm. I'm just reminded of the importance of what it is to see him as he really is and yeah. his love and his yeah. grace. Yeah. And, and I love, you know, if we could just continue in the footnotes, what Brian says, um, he says that our God is a confident, capable God who can subdue and conquer the most difficult of men. Our future yeah. blessing and usefulness depend on God's strength. Not by my <laughs> not ours, not been there. It is again, not by might, not by power, but by, his spirit. Um, you see this here and I, I can't imagine, what do you think, what do you suppose Jacob that felt like to hear the Lord say that? Like if we could take a moment and even sit ourselves in the position of Jacob, because we are, we're, we've mm-hmm. all had, if we have come to know the Lord, then we've had this experience where he has revealed himself, where he's pursued us And then all of a sudden he appears. But even, you know, as I think about this, to sit, to sit there and imagine what, what did that feel like to have the Lord standing Mm -hmm. in front of him in this place and Mm -hmm. say, never forget, never forget. I'm always Mm -hmm. with you. I will protect you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And one day I will bring you back here to this land for I will neither leave you nor fail to fulfill every word I have promised you. Like when I sit with that, and I let that wash over me and I hold the cares and the concerns. And even if we're being honest, the fears mm-hmm. of things that life throws at us, situations, like what does mm-hmm. that do? I don't know about you on it, but that feels like a huge lifting, yeah, lifting off of those things. And it's a, it's a doorway into, you know, we have belief and we have faith. And I feel like the Lord's just flung this door open for him to just say, just come through. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is come through because I'm the one that opened it. So you have permission to come through. Um, I don't know. That's just hitting me really strongly. What did that feel like to have the Lord stand in front of him and say that? Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like in that moment, like the faithfulness of God um, would completely undo you like you know like I would imagine like I'm like if I was standing in that position like wouldn't your mind be like um but have you seen what I've done or have you seen like all the stuff and like to me there's this there I just think there there's this place that's uncomfortable and beautiful like it's this (laughs) uncomfortableness and yet this 
birthing place and new beginning like like you said doorway it's like you can feel where the lord says like not only will i never leave you or forsake you but also like i'll protect you wherever you go but then he also says like i am actually going to fulfill every word that i've promised you so not only is the lord speaking into like Jacob in that moment, but speaking then into his future. And so like, to me that I like, I just imagine Jacob being completely undone, just mm -hmm. like this, this transformational moment where you are absolutely marked by, by grace and by love. And I would imagine, like, imagine how deep that revelation would go of his love and that actually you pointed out all the eyes in that that verse like i can't look at that verse and then walk away from this story and not be like oh my goodness me god has like he he's just he's got this he's got me he's been with me he's he's in my mess he's been in the mess he's with me as i go like it's just this this transformational place of of encounter but i could imagine like i like wouldn't you just feel a little bit like oh what's going to happen right now like the lord's standing right in front like you know what i mean like there's just this moment i think where sometimes in our in the mess of things that things can get a little bit uncomfortable but in that place he reveals himself you know mm -hmm. and then it's like it's full stop yeah. and then let's like new beginning from here on. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think too, because like what I what it reminds me of is like Lord the Lord cares not just that we we go from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Uh he cares how we travel from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, and I remember it was a couple months back, he was talking to me about some of the things that we've walked through with my daughter. And this has been like a real point of like encounter with him, a real transformational point, a real stretching point for me and a learning point of faith. Like we've been talking about faith and presence. And he said to me, Courtney, what would it feel like for you to embrace the emotion of her healing right now? Yeah. He said, what would that look like? He said, I, and then he asked me to do it. And I will be honest with you that you want to talk about a stretching point mm -hmm. because I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, but I can see with my eyes what I can see with my eyes mm -hmm. and I can hear with my ears what I can hear with my ears. So it was a real challenge at that point to shift, almost shutting off those things because that's, and not to sound too basic, but that's carnal. That's what I can see, hear, taste, smell, and touch. But we don't mm -hmm. walk by that. We walk by faith. And, yeah. you know, really in those moments of having him asking me to do that, I almost felt like what he was saying and what I feel like he's in, I really do feel like he invited Jacob into this at this point was a road that's free from that wrestling, Lana, mm -hmm. that it, it's free from fear. Yeah. Not saying we won't ever feel it or that it won't ever come. Mm -hmm. But if the Lord has said, Hey, I'm going to bring you back here and mm -hmm. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. What does that look like to sit in that place and just let that be the reality? Okay. I don't have to worry about it. 
Like, I don't have to freak out about it. I don't have to sit there and like I've done many times before, stay up late at night, just thinking about it and letting things roll over in my mind. Or what about this situation? And what about that situation? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This is a stretching point. Like I, I, you can mm-hmm. tell I'm like struggling to come with the words here because I really do feel like this is a, the Lord's opening some stuff up here to, to allow us to look at this differently and say, um, if he's promised this and he cares how I travel from point A to point B, then what was faith look like in this moment? Faith yes. might look like me embracing peace. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean there won't be a fight or that I won't have to push some things out, but it's yeah. perfect love that casts out fear. Mm-hmm. So I just see this as being a beautiful, I mean, what a, what a starting point <laughs> yeah. for Jacob. Like here's the Lord, like, ta-da, look what I'm going to mm-hmm. do. Um, yeah. And then, you know, if you continue reading, you'll see his, his road is interesting, but um, mm. there's so much opportunity and promise that the Lord has opened up to him in this one point. And I just mm. keep coming back to that. I am that I am mm-hmm. part of what he's revealing. And then that he he's continually extending that to us as well. You know, yeah. that it's faith in him, faith in his presence and what he, who he is. Yeah. Mm. I love that, my friend. I I really do. And I think as well, again, like that um, that invitation that the Lord extended to you is definitely a, it's a moment of ascension, isn't it? It's a moment of come up higher and see from how I see. And like, golly gosh, ladies, how painful is that place sometimes, right? Where the Lord's like, you know, come up higher, see it from my perspective when, like you said, everything in the natural is screaming the opposite, right? But I believe, my friend, with all of my heart, with what the Lord has been showing me, that the Lord is establishing a resolve within his people that cannot be shaken. It is a resolve of faith. um, And I feel like almost right now we're in this time of accelerated training. I feel like God is preparing us very quickly in this space of let me train you how to see. And it's so interesting because I look at my own life and, you know, I've been walking with the Lord since I was 16. I've been operating in the prophetic since I was 16. But the more I journey with the Lord, the more I realize I have, like, (laughs) I don't know a lot. Like, you know, like I'm like, wow. Do you have those days where you're like, I know nothing? Like something happens and you're like, I just, I don't know. I don't know anything. Right, exactly. And yet I see now that in all of my years, the Lord was training me to hear. He was training me to listen to his voice. There was such a heavy emphasis for a lot of my my journey on hearing from God. Then he kind of shifted into, Lana, let me teach you how to see. But then fast forward to um, the last four or five years, the battle has been on like Donkey Kong. And that can really affect then the way that I see things. And in the last few years, I'm like, oh, wow, God, I didn't realize how what what I had walked through had in some ways affected my perspective. It had affected my expectation. And now I feel like I've been through this fire where the Lord is like, actually, let me show you, Lana, you're not seeing things correctly because the battle has kind of 
dirtied the lens a bit. Let me clean the lens a bit more. And so in this process of Lana, let me clean those lenses. Now, suddenly I feel like we've hit 2024 and the Lord's like, okay, now up higher. Now it's not just I've cleaned the lenses, I've purified, I've, I've, I've healed and I've, I've ministered to you. Now it's like, let me stretch you further than I've stretched you before in your perspective because I'm making room for you to walk in a new level of faith. And I feel like that is definitely something that the Lord is doing across the body of Christ. I mean, look at it in the natural. If we put our eyes in the natural in what's going on in the world, that's not going to foster faith in my heart and in my life, right? Like it's seeing from his perspective. And so when I look at um, this moment with Jacob, in my mind, I go, wow. So here is Jacob in the presence of God. And I look at this and I go, in the presence of God, what I, how I see shifts. So in his presence the alignment of my vision yes. happens, you know. So I so I can't imagine Jacob walking away from this the same, that he would have walked away. Well, I mean, verse 16 testifies to that, but you know what I mean? Like there's a transformation of vision. And this morning as I sat with the Lord, the Lord said to me, Lana, in my presence, everything, like it, my presence changes everything. And that one line, I thought, yeah, like when his presence enters a room, things shift. When we walk into a space, you know, where there's darkness carrying his presence, things shift. So when his presence, like in his presence, things change. But then the Lord said to me, but Lana also in my presence, uh, you can do anything. And I was like, sorry, what? And the Lord was like, in the revelation of who I am, in that place in my presence, then is birthed the courage and the boldness and the grace and all that you need to accomplish that which I've asked you to do. So it's actually in my presence that that birthing place happens and I really felt um, as I was sitting with the Lord, and this could be a word for some of you listening, but I heard the Lord say that in my presence, you, uh, sorry, in my presence, you dream. And I think, my friend, with what a lot of people have walked through in this past couple of years, even longer, that that ability to dream with God has been so squashed and so hindered because, Lana, I've seen so many disappointments or I've been through so much loss or so much heartache or, um, you know, I feel like God's given me a promise and everything else is screaming the opposite. But I feel like, my friend, the Lord wants to remind us that in his presence things change, but also it's in his presence that the ability for me to dream again um, is brought to the table, not by anything I've done, but because of the revelation of who he is, like it's endless possibilities when I see the revelation of who he is. And even for myself um, personally, recently I'm carrying a word, I haven't released it um, properly yet, um, but the Lord has been speaking to me about time and about how ascending in this season, uh, I was sitting with the Lord and he said to me, Lana, what if ascension has is connected to time? And I, I was in that moment of, I really know nothing. Can you explain to me? 
saying? <laughs> and the Lord said to me, Lana, what if, what if the ascension, part of the ascending and coming up higher in this season is that actually I could supernaturally extend time, that within I ask you to do something and it may take five hours in the natural but it'll be done in five minutes or maybe I can supernaturally extend time or pause time so that you can, you know, you know, reap all of the things that I have for you. And Courtney, my friend, let me tell you, that was another level of faith. I'm like, what? What? But in that place, what happened? The Lord revealed himself and his presence came into my space and shifted my perspective. And I went, oh, my goodness. And what was the fruit? I started dreaming. If that's possible, then God, like when I put my hand to this assignment that you've given me, it's not, it's not stressed and it's not, I don't have enough time, but it's actually fruitfulness. And oh, what's that fruitfulness going to look like? So I just, I, I really feel like my friend that that resolve and, and that place where his presence, what happens in his presence I think is all this culmination of the Lord building faith and resolve and causing us to ascend. Yes. Yeah. No, it's uh, incredibly powerful. And, you know, you and I were talking about that just not long ago and um, God's had me in Romans four. So if you're, if, if you're a word person, a word nerd, like Lana and I are, um, then you will appreciate what the way that he's about to connect this in, because in Romans four, um, I'm just going to start, if it's okay, Lana, I'll just start at verse uh, 17. Actually, no, I'm going to go back to 16 because this is so rich that I, I really want us to sit in this for a moment where it says, Romans 4, verse 16, the promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a grace gift. <laughs> and now it. it extends to all the descendants of Abraham. That's you and me. This promise is not only meant for those who obey the law, but also to those who enter into the faith of Abraham, the father of us all. That's what scripture means when it says, I have made you the father of many nations. He is our example and father for in God's presence. And this part slapped me in the face when I read it the other day. For in God's presence, he believed that God can raise the dead and call into being things that don't even exist yet. I have read this verse countless times, but I have never had that section of this verse hit me like it did the other day. For in God's presence, he believed. In God's presence, he believed that God can raise the dead and call into being things that don't even exist yet. Against all odds, when it looked hopeless, Abraham believed the promise and expected God to fulfill it. Mm -hmm. He took God at his word, and as a result, he became the father of many nations. God's declaration over him came to pass. Your descendants will be so many that they will be impossible to count. And it just goes on and on, but it's that, that section there that, um, you talked about his presence, that, that is so clear. That has to be when we, when we're talking about, uh, um, Ascension and Intel and how we pray and coming up higher, you know, sometimes we think of Abraham as being this man that like never made any mistakes. Well, they're not recorded in the new Testament. <laughs> 
God is very kind. Okay. But if you go back and you read Genesis, start in Genesis 12, go all the way through, he messed up. Yeah. But God didn't hold it. Like he didn't hold these things against him because Abraham had a a, a different way, a different uh, agreement, a different covenant with the Lord. But that place of for it's in his presence that he believed. Like sometimes when we read these verses and we read the, the heroes of faith, we can kind of make them out to be that they just never, they never wavered. They never had any difficulty. They never um, had to wrestle like Jacob or anything. But the truth is that it's like, I look at it and I'm like, oh, that makes me feel so much better because it's just in God's presence that Abraham believed. Okay, <laughs> we can do that. You know, he's living inside of us. So that's already there. Um, but there's there's really a key in that, I think, for so many of us, and especially in this discussion of faith, Lana, and in, and in this discussion of this year going forward, the Lord saying things that maybe we don't fully understand yet, the multiplication of time, the extension yeah. of time. Um, what does that even look like? I don't even know, but I'm with you. So let's dream yeah. about it. Let's hear a little bit more. Um, and I love that you said that, that you linked that into dreaming because I, I have my journal here and on one one. January 1st, I wrote to the depths of dreams. You will go this year. Do not be afraid. Trust me. Like that was it. Sometimes he just says something like that. And I just jot it down. So to the depths of dreams, you will go this year. Do not be afraid. Just trust him. So majorly, majorly a component of, of presence and belief. And even if you go back to Genesis 17, one, I think we may have mentioned this last time, but I'll just go ahead and tie it in anyway. But in Genesis 17, one, the Lord says to Abraham, live before me and be holy. That section there where he says, live before me, that literally means like live in my face. It's the word for face, face to face with him. And I love what Brian Simmons says about it in the Passion Translation footnotes. He talks about when we are face to face, fully face to face with the Lord, fully focused on him, like it takes away that duplicity mm-hmm. of being two-faced or being two, two, two people or being one person in one place and one person in another. There is such an authenticity that I feel like he is calling so many people to right now. Yes. You and I are not exempt from that, like that, that mm-hmm. fullness of like becoming fully consumed, but fully focused on him. So that there's no doubleness of mind. We're not going back and forth about something. We are coming into his presence. And from that place of his presence and his grace, there comes the faith. Like the faith is grown. It's the the flames are fanned. Um, and boy, does he have a lot to say about that. Yeah. Oh, my friend, I, um, I'm sitting here like, Yay, because I, just, oh, I love the way that the Lord ties things and the way he just confirms things and there's this beautiful, like, I don't know, I just see it like this synchronicity, this beautiful harmony, this symphony of his heart. Like it's just beautiful because I so resonate with what you're sharing, my friend. And um, recently I had this encounter and Uh, a word that I'm really sitting on that the Lord has given me is the word behold. And that part of the ascension is to behold. So what are you beholding? Because if you want to come up higher, part of that, that ascension 
really is as we behold him. If I'm beholding my circumstances or other things, I'm going to stay quite low to the ground, <laughs> like I'm not going to be ascending into that place of faith mm -hmm. and vision. And uh, and so I was sitting with the Lord and I'm, I'm pondering this word behold and I literally just closed my eyes and I looked, I lifted my head up and I'm like, Lord, I behold you in your beauty now. Like, Lord, I want to see you in your beauty right now. And I just began to minister to him. I was like, I, you know, pouring out my affection on him. And all of a sudden, Courtney, I saw Jesus's face right in front of me. And there was this uh, invitation. It was without words, but I could feel him saying, just look at me. Keep your eyes on me. Just look at me. But as he was saying it, and I'm like, I am just, I could feel this resolve building in me to behold. And I'm just beholding him and I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, thank you for your presence. Like, thank you that we're actually able to live in this place of communion with you, to behold your beauty. And as I'm, I'm in that place, I notice, track with me, ladies, that his face starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And as I'm like beholding him, the face of Jesus was like huge, like huge. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like it was like you, you know, like on a computer, you put a picture on the computer and then you stretch it like in every way. It was like that. And all I could see was his face in my vision. And his eyes were like, so big and his smile was huge but I could see nothing else but his face that was it and I just felt like in this moment that the Lord was um, really speaking about in this season that as we behold him like he we whatever we behold is magnified like whatever we're beholding is going to get bigger before us and like it's his heart in this season or it's always his heart but that we would like you said like we would live before his face and that we would live eye to eye like nose to nose like that close and what i realized in that moment my friend was that I could see nothing else but his face. And as I sat there, I realized, you know what? As we live in this space, there's nothing else around. And if I'm looking at the face of Jesus, like there is going to be hope. There's going to be faith. There's going to be joy. There's going to be peace because how can you look in the face of Jesus and not walk in you know, supernatural peace and joy and strength. Like he is all that we need. And there was just this place, my friend, where I felt like the Lord is calling us to ascend in this place of beholding that I love that you said this, that that really um, does away with double-mindedness. Like I can't look in the face of Jesus and be double-minded, right? Like I look in the face of Jesus and I'm like, there is hope and there's faith and you're faithful and this is who you are, does away with that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I just say that and share that to say every fibre of my spirit and my being yeah. resonates so deeply with what you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this past Christmas, and it's funny the ways that the Lord, the places that he meets you and things. But I remember he's always, it's maybe it's because I do a lot of housework, but he's always yeah. talking to me. <laughs> so he's talking to me when I'm cleaning something. Yeah. And I was actually, in this case, I was mopping the floor. And um, 
I was, I had my, my earbuds in and I was just listening. I love to listen to sermons or whatever when I'm cleaning. Um, but I was listening to that documentary, uh, the Bethlehem star of Bethlehem. And cause it was right before Christmas. And if you've ever get a, get a chance to, to go and listen to it, it's, it's fantastic, but it's, it's just a man that's an ordinary man. He was a lawyer, but he, he goes back and starts to study the star and what is it? And he actually gets like, you know, software that we have now on our computers that can show you what the skies look like. And so it's his journey of figuring it all out and then comparing it. He, he only used the scriptures to tell him to help him find the dates and things like, uh, not that he used um, a couple other studies of uh, writings of historians at the time to help him find the dates, but he used the word to help him understand and decipher what it is that they were seeing. The point that I'm making is that in that is that he walks through the whole thing and he takes, he takes us all the way through um, Jesus dying on the cross. And then what, what how, how the, the blood moon was actually, you know, the moon was below the horizon at the time that Jesus died. So we couldn't see it with our eyes, but at the moment that Jesus expired, we had an eclipse and it, it caused a blood moon. So when the blood came, the, the moon came up that night, it was a blood moon. And I just remember sitting there, I'm saying all this to say, I was sitting there mopping my floor and just letting this revelation of these things wash over me and letting the Lord, his presence invade that moment. He's always with us, but we become more aware of him at times. Um, and I will tell you that there was the moment that I had with him in that simple space, that ordinary space of mopping my kitchen floor and getting down with my thumbnail and scraping the junk off the bottom of the, you know, right by the sink. But yeah. yet he's right there. The presence is right there. And it transforms that ordinary moment into a moment of encounter where, like you're saying, his face just got bigger and bigger and bigger that this is not a happenstance thing. This is not just a book of journal, a journal of dreams that somebody had that they thought were cool that they jotted down. This is from start to finish the word everlasting. Like this is the father's pursuit of his children. This is the savior's pursuit of his bride. And there's something so powerful in this that his presence is, like you said, I really think this year is going to be massively marked with encounters with his presence. Do we have him with us all the time? Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, Lana. I'm not always cognizant or aware that he's there. Um, And I really felt like the Lord said to me today, I want you to sit down and just practice me being here. Tune Mm -hmm. in. And think about the fact that I'm right here with you right now. It changes things, namely us, number one. But it also has the ability to shift atmospheres and reveal truth. And as you were talking, the Lord said to me, Genesis 39. And I'm like, why are we going there, Father? Because that's Joseph. But fine, I'll flip. So I flipped over there. And in verse 2, what do you see? What word is there in italics? Presence. It says Yahweh's presence was with Joseph. And he became successful while living in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master realized that Yahweh's presence was with Joseph and caused everything he did to prosper, Joseph found favor with Potiphar. In the footnotes, Brian Simmons writes, the implication is that Joseph excelled in everything. God's presence and favor do more for us than our skill, intelligence, and cleverness could achieve. That's right. So I, I don't have anything else to say about Lana other than I'm just feeling a very 
totally pause here for a minute because I'm like, what is going on, Lord? You know, let your presence do the speaking. Um, uh, <laughs> I actually can't. The weight that I feel right now, <clears throat> I want to burst out laughing and burst into tears all the one. <laughs> I do too. Oh, my goodness, me. We really are going to have to start setting up our microphones on the floor because this is just getting really fun. But I just, oh, Lord, have your God. way because um, I just feel like he's saying, I didn't, I didn't design you to walk with fear. Yeah. I've designed you to walk with me. Mm. That's the way that I, that's the way that he's made us to be. We're designed to walk with him. So part of this promise that he, that he's highlighted in the ways that he has laid it out for us to see today. I do think that this is something that he is speaking and he is giving to so many of us right now. There is permission for you to just trust him. Yeah. Yeah to embrace yeah. the feelings of what it's going to feel like when we finally have the, whatever it is that we, if the, the fears um, and the things that we have presented to him, the things that we're crying out for, um, when we have those things, I, I'm trying to come to my words here, Lana. I feel like the Lord is saying, I want you to actually embrace that right now. Because that's how I've designed you. That's part of faith. And what mm -hmm. it's actually, what I see it doing actually in a lot of people's bodies is I feel like it's almost pulling out the effects of stress. It's pulling out the effects and the weight of like, you've been carrying the weight of that. You've been carrying the the heaviness and like the, almost the lion's share where you feel like you, you're the one that's having to make it happen. Um, and I feel mm -hmm. like the Lord is saying like, you need to give me back what I'm supposed to be carrying and I feel like as we begin to embrace the peace for the journey, it's actually going, you talked about redemption of time. I feel like it's going to reverse some of those effects of stress yeah. that have actually been like physically manifesting in people's bodies. Mm. Does that make sense? Am I explaining that clearly? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, yeah. I, as you're, as you're speaking, my friend, I was just, I was just sitting here and I'm like, wow, like the weight is, uh, is so heavy. And the Lord says to me, remember the dream I gave you. And isn't it funny when he says that? Cause I'm like, I have no idea what dream you're talking Which about. One? And then he gives me the answer. <laughs> yeah. But um, I haven't got my journal with uh, the dates, but I'm sure it was probably oh, a year ago now, but over and over again, all night long, I heard the Lord say, here comes my glory, here comes my glory, here comes my glory all night long. And I remember waking up with a weight of his presence that was so heavy and I thought we're on the precipice of the manifested presence of the Lord and the glory of the Lord revealed and manifested in and through our lives in a way we've never seen before and as you're speaking my friend I feel the weight of that again and 
Um, and I know that the Lord is highlighting Psalm 24 for 2024 for a lot of people, you know, the king of glory uh, coming in, ascend the mountain of the Lord. You know, he comes through the gates, through you. Um, but as I was sitting here and I'm like, okay, I can feel, Lord, um, that weight of your glory and your presence. I heard the Lord say to me, Lana, um, uh, type in Google, um, encounter, here comes the glory and write your name. And I was like, my name? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, ah, oh, I must have written a word sometime. So I Google it and open up this word that come, let me see, from March 16, 2015, right? And oh, I'm sitting man. here. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, it's a really long word. Like, <laughs> it's really long. So I'm scrolling and I'm like, Lord, you need to tell me where to stop. And then he says, okay, stop. And I look down and it says this, there are encounters with seeing his glory in a way that the people of God have not seen before, that he's going to see doors open and there will be great favour. The world will look and know that these ones have been with Jesus. His glory is going to shine and attract greater opportunities and open doors to release his word and his kingdom. Now listen to this. What will be gained in one encounter with his glory in this season would take years to build in the natural. The revelation and favour that he is releasing is going to see his people position themselves um, and it will be greater than what we've seen previously. It is time to shine. It's not time to hide, understanding the supernatural and the language of the spirit at a deeper level and seeing with new eyes, seeing my glory is going to change everything. You mm. will be left ravenous. And it just goes on and on. And I'm like, I just feel like my friend, what you have shared, what you've read from um, about Joseph, like I feel like we are coming into this year a place of uh, walking in, seeing, encountering the glory of the Lord, like the like His Shekinah glory, in a way that we haven't before, and that is going to change everything. Like that, it's mm -hmm. you know, it's not by might nor by power; it's by mm -hmm. His Spirit. Like, mm -hmm. That's going to change everything, and that's what like I literally feel this. I feel like I've got a brick wall in a glorious way, like on my shoulders, like this weight of his presence um, mm -hmm. that we're moving into in this year. Like you said, he's always with us. He, he's, he lives inside of us, but there is there's something to be said about that sensitivity to his presence, recognising that he's always with us, looking for him everywhere, but also there's this encounter, like invitation with the king of glory and in his presence that's going to shift everything. Yeah. I really believe it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Oh, and I just want to say, I know there's one more verse I want to read because I don't want to give the wrong impression that I'm trying to tell people to just enter into some sort of emotional experience of, oh, just embrace those emotions and, and you know, that it's, that there's not been a struggle because that's not my heart and that's not what mm -hmm. I feel like the Lord is saying. But I want to take us back to scripture, Isaiah 54. It says, rejoice with singing, you barren one. So the Lord's saying, rejoice with singing, you barren one. You who have never given birth, burst into a song of joy and shout. You who have never been in labor, 
for the deserted wife will have more children than the married one, says Yahweh. Increase is coming. So enlarge your tent <laughs> and add extensions to your dwelling. Hold nothing back. Make the tent ropes longer and the pegs stronger. You will increase and spread out in every direction. Hello, Jacob. Yeah. Your sons and daughters will conquer nation and revitalize desolate cities. Do not fear for your shame is no more. Do not be embarrassed for you will not be disgraced. Um, yeah, I don't even know how to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> being honest, uh, I just know that what we've read today and what you've seen and heard and what we've experienced is the Lord's presence and his faithfulness and the way that he revealed himself to Jacob. I do believe that he is revealing and then some yeah. to those of us, to his bride now that he's still the one that says, I will do this. Yeah, I am. And I will. Um, and you can trust in that. Amen. Yeah. And I just, as we, yeah, as we wrap this up, like as you say that, my friend, I hear the sound almost like a waterfall, like there's refreshment in that place, isn't there? Like there is, there's refreshment that he's bringing. And I, I just really feel that for some of you listening, that you've just been so weary. It's been a mm. long, hard season and for some of you season upon season and the weariness has just been next level um, but in his presence like in the revelation of who he is in his presence in his faithfulness he's refreshing you he's refreshing I just see it like wave after wave just pouring over you and filling every part of you that you will know you will know weariness no more but you will know wonder, right? You'll know wonder who he is. So like there's no weariness. It's wonder in who he is. So we bless yeah. you, lovely ladies. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. You want to say yes. something, my friend, before we wrap up? No, I just, I'm so excited. To, I mean, this has been so much fun, but, you know, please tune in next time because uh, we're getting to the part where Jacob wakes up and we get to see the beautiful freak out that occurs shortly after that, yeah. which all of us would have experienced as well. Um, yeah. I just, I can't wait to to dig even more in because there's so much more that the Lord has for us in that space. So yeah, I can't wait for next time too. It's going to be wonderful. Wonderful. Well, lovely ladies, thank you for joining us for another episode. Zion's Company of Women podcast and joining Courtney and I in our moments of just being undone and speechless <laughs> in his presence. I, I, I pray that this week that you would have those moments with the Lord where you are just left undone and just speechless by the revelation, the unveiling of his heart for you and, uh, and his manifested presence. So we bless you. We send you so much love and we will see you next time. Bye. Hello, lovely ladies. It's Courtney from Zion's Company of Women podcast. And I want to thank you for all of your incredible support. If you've been blessed by the podcast and you'd like to see more content like this, please consider donating to support the Zion's Company of Women ministry team. Your donations make what we do here on the podcast a possibility. Just click the link in the podcast description for a variety of ways to donate. 
or you can donate via our webpage at zionscompanyofwomen.com. And while you're there, check out our upcoming events, as well as our brand new launch of Scribes of Zion and Zion's Company of Mothers. Thank you for all of your incredible support, and as always, God bless you.